the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Set your spirit on fire and let Dr. Lawana Steins guide you to a life of purpose and fulfillment. To reach Dr. Lawana Steins, call 760-315-1967. That's 760-315-1967. Or visit atouchfromabove.org. And now, here's your A Touch From Above host, Dr. Lawana Steins. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Dr. Luana, and this is A Touch From Above. How awesome is our God? He is so awesome. Thank you so much. Well, I'm very excited. Um, Listen, you haven't uh, written to me. Yep, I'm talking to you. A touchfromabove.org. How are you going to remember that? You're driving up, oh, quit speeding. You're driving down that highway, 15. There you go. Oh, you're on. The, I'm talking to you on the 52, too. Hello. Touch the top of your head. Touch the top of your head. Touch it one more time. A touchfromabove.org. Yes. A touchfromabove. A touchfromabove.org is my website. Do me a favor sure you log on to our website. We have so many awesome things happening. Oh my goodness. It would take me all day and I don't want to take too much of your time. I want to share my message today. But we have a craft fair coming up. We have our drama presentations coming up. We have our uh, morning class on Sunday mornings for our university. We have our prayer mountain. We have pastors coming from all different places to come and pray. It's so awesome. We have our upper room, our Mary and Martha cabin. We have our Africa cabin, our Joshua and our Caleb, our Abraham, our Sarah cabin, our Amazing Grace cabin. Each one has a story. It's so awesome. And, you know, the prayer mountain is 25 beautiful acres set apart for God's people to pray. I was thinking about Pastor Davet, who is actually from Eritrea, Africa. He brought his team up. I think they were about 30. And they were praying and praying and praying, and then they were underneath the wooden tabernacle. Oh, you can hear the echoes of prayer all over that prayer mountain. Then we had another group come in all the way from Washington. It was funny. Everybody was driving to pick them up at the airport. And uh, they got to the prayer mountain. Forty, no, take it back, 39 women from Kenya, Africa, man, you know. And they were in that upper room. Forty hours of prayer nonstop. Do you realize it was so powerful? Then we had another group, a wonderful pastor from China, and he brought his group up and they hiked up to the high place where the cross is. And there he is, this pastor. It was such a picture. I'm going to put his picture on my website. He's sitting up, leaning on the high part of our prayer mountain. It's 25 acres. On the high, high part, there's a we put a white cross up there. And so he's leaning on that white cross. And all around him are little rocks that go all the way down. And this church is sitting all around, all around the bottom part of that cross. He's leaning against that cro- cross and he's playing his guitar. And he's praising God, and they're all worshiping God in their Chinese language. Oh, my goodness. And they were singing, you know, um, 
Give thanks with a grateful heart. and But they were singing it in their language. And it was so beautiful. My hair was just standing up. Then we had another group from uh, Vietnam. Vietnam, we need prayer. And they, they want to bring a group from Vietnam. And I was so excited. Vietnamese church came and they were praying and praying and praying. And I thought, oh, Jesus, that is so wonderful. But you know what? People come from all different churches. The pastors and leaders bring their people up. And it's their time. We don't bother them. If they want, we have a kitchen facility there. We, we have espresso in case they, we have a coffee bar in case they need to have their coffee if they're fasting. They can definitely have a double cappuccino or double latte or whatever they need to purchase out of the kitchen or sandwich. Some of them fast, some of them are on medication, so they can't fast, so they ask for a Daniel fast. Oh, on that note, we had a guy that was a truck driver. Uh, he had been a truck driver for, I think he said, what, 20 years? Uh, 20 years he'd been driving a truck, and something happened to his back. And his mother called and said, my son has been a truck driver for many years. His back's out. He can barely walk. He really needs to get away and fast and pray. I think he came up for, what, 21 days? 21 days. And uh, he went on a Daniel fast. He said, all I want out of the menu is a Daniel. That means just nothing but raw vegetables. And, of course, we said, how do you want those? you want those steamed? you want them? No, no, I want it steamed. I want just raw vegetables for 21 days. We said, okay. So we set his menu aside, and he went there. He was like a barely walking with a walker. At the end of 21 days, his walker was put away, and his body was strengthened, and he was walking all over that prayer mountain. I looked at him, and I said, oh, my goodness. He said, the Lord has healed my body. I'm telling you what. He would get up every morning. He'd walk up real slow way up to the cross, and he'd come almost crawling back. But every day, he'd get stronger and stronger and stronger. His mother called and said, my goodness, my son was healed. What a miracle of God's grace. So I want you to know something. Prayer is the key to your victory. You know, your answer is just a prayer away. And a lot of times prayer is the last thing that people do. I don't understand that. Prayer is like, it's like a key in a lock. Suddenly God is opening. He's opening up a door that no man can open. He closes a door that no man can close. He makes a way when there seems like there's none. Do you remember all the people in the Bible that prayed and made impact? I'm telling you, the prayer mountain is awesome. And if you have not uh, made an appointment to go up, you know, go up. I think we have a a couple of men's groups and women's groups that are coming up uh, shortly, as a matter of fact. I think there's a group of 25, another group of 12, and I don't remember the other groups that are coming up. Individuals come up, too. Sometimes just a pastor comes up, and he just says, I need a private cabin. I just need to pray for three days, praying fast. Um, usually in the beginning of the year, a lot of pastors come up. They said, I just want to pray. I just got to fast, get the mind of Christ for the church. And it's awesome. Hallelujah. Prayer is what's going to keep us in the days ahead. Because you know what? I titled my sermon today. I am going to get to it. It's called Falsely Accused. So there are so many times in the days ahead. You know, we're living in a time when those who stand for what is right, they become a target. You know, and all through history, you can find wickedness hates the righteous one. 
that stands for righteousness. Do you understand? Abraham Lincoln, you know, I was thinking about Abraham Lincoln. What a, have you ever read, I have about three different books of Abraham Lincoln. Wow, what a miracle. You know, the Gettysburg Address was delivered as a dedication of the cemetery at Gettysburg. And let me just, I don't know if you've ever read that, but let me just read a little bit of that. Four score and seven years ago, our fathers brought forth on this continent a new nation, conceived in liberty and dedication to the proposition that all men were created equal. Now we are engaged in a civil war, testing whether that nation or any nation so conceived and so dedicated can long endure. We are met on a great battlefield of that war. We have come, we have come to dedicate a portion of that field as a final resting place for those who are here that gave their lives that the nation might live. It is altogether fitting and proper that we should do this. But in a larger sense, we cannot dedicate, we cannot consecrate, we cannot hollow this ground. The brave men living and dead who struggled here have consecrated it far above our poor power to add or detract. The world will little note, nor long remember what we say here but it can never forget what they did here. It is for us, the living, rather to be dedicated here to the unfinished work which they have fought here, have thus far so nobly advanced. It is rather for us to be here dedicated to the great task remaining before us, that from these honored dead we take increased devotion to that cause for which they gave the last full measure of devotion that we are highly resolved, that we here highly resolve that these dead shall not have died in vain, that this nation under God shall have a new birth of freedom, and that government of the people, by the people, for the people, shall not perish from the earth. That was done from by Abraham Lincoln, November 19th, 1863. You see, Abraham Lincoln served as president from 1861 to 1865. He was the 16th president. And Lincoln led the Union through the American Civil War to defend the nation as a constitutional union and succeeded in abolishing slavery. Do you understand bolstering the federal government? And um, you have to understand the U.S. economy, his leadership qualities. Oh, but they were not popular. Trust me, they were not popular to many. Abraham Abraham Lincoln stood strong in his beliefs. You know, he was a self-taught lawyer. Did you realize that? And with only one year of formal schooling, did you know how his mother taught Abraham Lincoln? He he she taught him by candlelight the Bible, how to read every day by the Bible. Did you know that? And then later he only had one formal year of schooling. You know, he had the nickname. Do you know what his nickname was? Abraham Lincoln's nickname was called Honest Abe. How would you like to have that nickname? Honest Abe. But you realize he was killed April 15th, 1865. He was only 56 years old. Why did he die? Because of his bold stand against slavery and God's righteousness. Who killed him? Who do you think? John Wilkes Booth, who was an actor at 17. Are you listening? Like the liberals today, I'm sorry, but I'm just going to hit that nail right on the head. 
like the liberals today who hate those who love Jesus, and they hate those who stand on the Word of God. Do you understand how important all through God's Word we find how Satan hates those who stand on God's righteousness? Satan always tries to find a way to falsely accuse them. Let's look at Daniel's life. Have you read the book of Daniel? What a prayer warrior he was. And he loves God with all of his heart. Wow. What was the difference about Daniel? Well, Daniel chapter 6 tells us very clearly. Daniel chapter 6 verse 3 says, Now Daniel so distinguished himself among the administrators and the satraps by his exceptional qualities that the king planned to set him over the whole kingdom. You see, like Abraham Lincoln, there were those around Daniel who hated Daniel's stand, the same way they hated Abraham Lincoln's stand. Abraham Lincoln stood strong, and so did Daniel. Well, if you read Daniel chapter 6, it'll blow your mind how they hated him, and they wanted to, they, they wanted Daniel dead. They didn't care one bit about Daniel. Oh, my word. But Daniel was a man of integrity. The Bible says in Daniel chapter 6, And it pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 satraps to be over the whole kingdom. And over these three governors, of whom Daniel was one, that the satraps might give account to them, so that the king would suffer no loss. Then this Daniel distinguished himself above the governors of satraps, because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king gave thought to set in him over the whole realm. So the governors and the satraps sought. They sought to find some charge against Daniel concerning the kingdom, but they could find no charge nor fault because Daniel was faithful. Can you listen? He was faithful, nor was there any error or fault found in him. Then these men said, What shall shall we not find any charge against this Daniel? unless we find it against him concerning the law of his God. These guys are schemers. So those governors, let me stop there for a moment. Kind of sounds like today, doesn't it? Doesn't that kind of sound like today? Oh, he's a believer. Oh, they're born again. Oh, they're Christians. What is it about God that you're so afraid of? What is it about us that you're so afraid of? It's not us. It's the God who dwells within us. That's what makes you shudder. That's what makes you nervous. Oh, I hear your teeth just chattering. Oh, my goodness. You see, we're seeing it all over in our government. You see, the wicked love to rule. But if you and I would stand like Daniel did, I want you to know something. God is able. Oh, God is able. And it doesn't matter who finds fault against you. Can I tell you that you pray? I pray every day for God to remove the wicked leaders from our nation out of the Senate, out of the House, out of the White House, out of every state house. I pray. Why? Because the prayer of a righteous man or woman availeth much. And I know God answers my prayer. I prayed and prayed, Lord, I love you. Remove Nancy Pelosi. She was moved. I won't tell you who else I prayed with. Oh, well, I'll, tell, I'll go ahead and tell you. I said, Lord, remove, uh, what was her name? The oldest one that was the judge. Uh, I can't remember her name now. I have a book. I wrote all my prayer warriors in there, all uh, the people that I'm praying. I said, Lord, you got to remove her, Lord. She's a staunch standing for abortion. Remove her. And then somebody said, did you know that she was removed? I said, oh, really? What happened? They said she died. It's like, I said, Lord, I didn't mean kill her. I just said, remove her. Because you have to understand, God loves righteousness more than we can even imagine. 
And we have to understand there's power in prayer. If you don't believe me, let me tell you. Let me continue to read this so you can understand. Daniel chapter 6, reading in verse 9. Now remember these other counselors, they're, they're trying to get a scheme going against Daniel. Therefore, King Darius signed the written decree. Ah, let me go back a little bit. So the governors and satraps thronged against the king and said, Oh, King Darius, live forever. All the governors of the kingdom, the administrators, satraps, counselors, and advisors have consulted together to establish a royal statue and to make a firm decree that whoever petitions any god or man for 30 days except you, O king, shall be cast into a den of lions." O king, establish the decree and sign the writing so that it cannot be changed according to the law of the Medes and the Persians, which does not alter. Oh, they're buttering up the king to sign a decree against Daniel's God. But see, Daniel doesn't know this and the king doesn't know this. King doesn't realize he's signing this thing that's going to be against Daniel. Therefore, King Darius signed the written decree. Now, when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went home in his upper room with his window open toward Jerusalem. Daniel knelt down on his knees three times that day, and he prayed and he gave thanks before his God, as was his custom since early days. Then these men assembled and found Daniel praying and making supplication before his God. And they went before the king and they spoke concerning the king's decree. See, these guys are cunning. They're manipulators. They're liars. They're little rascals. And they said, King, have you not signed a decree that every man who petitions any God or man within 30 days except for you, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions? And the king answered and said, The thing is true, according to the Medes and the Persians, which does not alter. So they answered and said before the king, That Daniel, who is the one of the captives from Judah, he does not show due regard for you, O king, for the decree that you have signed, but made his petition three times a day. He keeps praying. The king, when he heard these words, was greatly displeased with himself, and he set his heart on Daniel to deliver him. You see, that king loved Daniel. That king saw that Daniel was a good man. And these little schemers and scammers, oh, they were lying. And they set his heart on Daniel to deliver him. And he labored. The king labored until the going down of the sun. How am I going to deliver Daniel? Then these men approached the king and said to the king, King, is it the law of the Medes and the Persians that no decree or statue which the king established may be changed? So the king gave the command, and they brought Daniel and cast him into the lion's den, the den of lions. Ah, but the king spoke to Daniel, saying, Daniel, Daniel, your God whom you serve continually, he will deliver you. You see, that king knew more than those guys that were scamming. Then a stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the den. And the king sealed it with his own signet ring and the signet of his lords and the purpose concerning Daniel might not be changed. Now the king went to his palace and he spent the night fasting and no musicians were brought before him. Also, he couldn't sleep. His sleep went from him. And the king arose early in the morning and went in haste to the lion's den. And when he came to the den, he cried out with a loud lamenting voice, Daniel, Daniel. Servant of the living God, has your God, whom you serve, continually been able to deliver you from the lions? Oh, my goodness. Hold on, folks. Then Daniel said to the king, 
O king, live forever. My God sent his angel and shut the lion's mouth so that they cannot hurt me. Because I was found innocent before him. And also, O king, I have done no wrong before you. Now the king was exceedingly glad for him and commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den and no injury whatever was found on him because he believed in his God. And the king gave the command that they, listen, they brought those men who accused Daniel and they cast them into the den of lions. Their children and their wives and the lions overpowered them crunch, crunch, and broke all their bones in pieces before they even came to the bottom of the den. Let me stop there. Maybe you are in a situation where you are being accused, falsely accused at work. Don't fight that battle. Let God fight your battles. The battle belongs to the Lord. You know, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14 through 15 says, Pursue peace with all people and holiness without without which no one will see the Lord. Looking carefully, lest anyone falls short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble, and by this many become defiled. Don't defend yourself because of somebody else's bitterness. Don't take on their bitterness No, bitterness destroys. It's like poison. It just destroys little by little by little. These men around Daniel were filled with bitterness. They were filled with envy. We're watching that in our nation. The unrighteous hate the righteous. You know, they hate the God that we serve. Get that Bible out of school. Get that cross down. Get the Ten Commandments out of the courtroom. You know what? Listen, saints, be strong. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the enemy. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. But our God, who is able to do all things exceedingly abundantly above all, that we can even begin to think or ask, do you understand our God went into that lion's den? And he closed the mouths of the lions. They became like kitties to Daniel. Daniel said, here, let me use you as a pillow. And they surrounded him and kept him warm all night. Are you listening to me? We serve a powerful God. We serve a God who loves us. And you don't have to defend yourself. Listen, I've been a preacher for 43 years. I've been a single woman preacher for 43 years. Do you know how many people I have that accuses me because I'm a woman preacher? I look at the mirror and go, oh, yeah, I'm a woman. Of course I'm a woman. I was born a woman, and I'm a woman today, and I will be a woman tomorrow, but I'm a woman called of God. And yes, there's been hard times. Yes, but I don't have to defend myself. I've had people call up and say, yo, you know what? You don't have any head. You don't have any. I said, excuse me, I have a head above my shoulders, and Jesus is the head of the church. Hello, that's what my Bible tells me. So you know what? You have to understand who you are in Christ and you got to stand on the word of God. If you stand on the word of God and know who you are in Christ, no weapon formed against you will prosper. And every tongue that rises up in judgment, he will condemn for that is the heritage of the servants of the most high God. And we are servants of the most high God. He loves you so much. He cares about you. Don't fight and cry about what people said. Get over it. I love you with all my heart. But you know what? Got to let go to let God. Amen. Amen. Do me a favor. Did you enjoy this message today? Help me stay on the radio forever and ever. Hello. 
I'm talking to you. Some of you have been listening now for several weeks, and you know what? We took a giant leap to come on K-Praise. I love the Word of God. I love preaching. And if you'd like to help keep me on the radio, you know, you can give right online, right online at atouchfromabove.org. You can go to the little icon that says Give. And you can give, pull down one of those tabs, give right online, whatever it is, $5, $2, $10, maybe you're a multimillionaire. You said, you know what, I'm going to keep her on the radio, not only here, but I'm going to send her all the way across the U.S. And you'd like to give a great, big, wonderful blessing to keep this gospel going all over across the United States. I'm a missionary to America is what I am. I love you. God is so good. So support, get online, touchfromabove.org, and give today. Amen. Thank you so much for being with me Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Come out, visit a church service. I love you. God bless you. Have a great, awesome, fantastic, wonderful, Jesus-filled day. Thank you for listening to Dr. Luana Steins. Have you read her book, A Mother's Story? It's a must-read, a heart-gripping true story, a murdered husband, a single mother, and a fight through cancer. For your gift of any amount, you'll receive her book, A Mother's Story. Send your support to A Touch From Above, P.O. Box 2800, Ramona, California, 92065, or give online at atouchfromabove.org. Join us Sunday at 10 a.m. for a church service up at the Prayer Mountain, 16145 Highway 67, Ramona, California, 92065. We're only 35 minutes from anywhere in San Diego County. And besides, a church alive is worth the drive. Are you distracted? Seems like everything gets in the way. Come to A Touch From Above Prayer Mountain, 25 beautiful acres. Walk up to the cross or relax in a small private cabin to pray. Bring your leaders to pray. At Prayer Mountain, God answers prayer. Even Jesus had to get away to pray. Call today and make your reservation, 760-315-1967. Your answer is just a prayer away. A touchfromabove.org. Like the ravages of a flood, but I call on the name of Jesus and the power of his blood. I have Join A Touch From Above Prayer Mountain as they present The Book of Ruth, a live drama, March 29th and 30th. Don't miss this powerful story of Kinsman's Redeemer, which represents Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Come early at 6 p.m. to save your seat or call ahead. Show starts at 7 p.m., limited seating available. Call 760-315-1967. A Touch From Above Prayer Mountain, 16145 Highway 67, Ramona, California. A touch from above.org. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.